Are you considering maxing out your 401k but unsure what to do next? Well, today we're going to explore whether it's wise to go ahead and max out your 401k before investing anywhere else. And if it is, where should you look to put that money and save even more? It's coming up today on Mr. Stillman's Opus. Glad to have you on the podcast. I'm Ben George with John Stillman, Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor at Rosewood Wealth Management. John, good to talk to you again. Uh, first show of the new year. Are you a resolutions guy? You got anything big planned for 2024? You know, uh, the last couple of years, I have been big on goals, not resolutions so much, but more right. goals like here's things I want to accomplish this year. For whatever reason, this new year just snuck up on me. And the next thing I knew, it was like January 6th. I said, ah, oh, well, no goals this year. Too We're late after a weekend. Oh, yeah. You can't possibly make a goal after that. Absolutely not. Well, yeah, it's, it's all about sentiment. Like goals are more, I think, more effective than setting a resolution that you know you're going to break within two weeks. So tracking those and being ongoing about it is, is, is better off. But if you have something that's important, doesn't matter when you start, right? If, it needs, if it's got a priority in your life, go ahead and start it now, whether it be the 6th of the month or whether it be in October or November. So uh, looking forward to the new year. And I got a good topic to start off with today because I know people are looking at where do I need to put my money in my retirement savings this year? Where should I be investing? What accounts should I be taken advantage of? All these questions come up. But today, specifically, I want to ask you and talk to you more about the 401k and whether it's a good idea to max out your 401k first and then look for investment options after that. So again, if you have questions, we go through this, want to sit down and have John talk to you about your investment strategy, look at your overall picture, whatever that is, go to meetwithjohn.com. So let's just kind of break this down, John, and just start with the 401k and the reasons why you would actually go ahead and max that out first. What are some of those reasons? Well, let me first state that I realize that there are people that would say, I'd love to be able to max out my 401k, but I can't possibly get by on what income I would have left if I did that. I get it. I understand that this is not a conversation that applies to everybody. What we're talking about here is for people who are in the position of, you know, they could max out their 401k, which obviously is a substantial sum for most people going in there. But, you know, around here, certainly there are people with incomes, especially if it's a married couple, both with great incomes. It's certainly possible that one or both of them could max out their 401k. So let me just put that disclaimer out there first. Um, So reasons you might want to consider matching or maxing out your 401k. One reason would be, let's look at the employer match. Now, it's rare that an employer is going to match every penny that you put into the account. But there are a few employers around here that have really generous matches. And so the more you put in, the more they're going to match. And it it may not be dollar for dollar. Like I don't know of any company that's going to allow you to max out your 401k and they're going to match all of it. But I have seen plans where maybe they'll match 25 cents on the dollar for every dollar that you put in up to a certain amount. So in those cases, if you truly wanted to get all of the possible employer money, you might want to max it out. But those situations are rare. But, you know, it's at least something to consider. Another reason might be the tax-deferred growth. So if you're, that's the whole idea of the 401k in the first place, right? That's the whole way that they sell you on it is, well, you're going to be in a higher tax bracket now than you are in retirement. You should save the money in the 401k. Don't pay the taxes now. Pay the taxes when you take it out in retirement. Well, it sounds great on paper. The reality is most people don't end up in a substantially lower tax bracket when they retire because they want to maintain the same income they've always had. 
So they end up in the same bracket and or tax rates go up. And even if your income does decrease in, decrease in retirement, you might have a higher tax bill because tax rates have gone up. That's something you have to be careful of. But in general, if you have a big income right now and you think, yeah, I'll probably have a lesser income in retirement. Well, maybe it does make sense to defer those taxes. Take the tax break now and pay later. So like as an example, I have a client who makes $300,000 and this dude spends no money at all. I mean, he could easily live on $100,000 while he's making 300. So when he retires, he's not going to need anywhere close to an income of $300,000 to create his retirement lifestyle. So in his case, yeah, we want to defer as much income as we can because he just doesn't need the income now. He's going to have a much lower tax rate in retirement. Even if rates go up across the board, he's going to be in a lower bracket later simply because of his income needs. So in his case, it makes sense to max out everything that we possibly can to defer those taxes. So that's, that's a consideration. The other thing is just the automated savings from your paycheck. I mean, some people are so undisciplined when it comes to saving money that if it ever hits your checking account in the first place, you're always going to find a reason. Well, I can't save this month. I have to do this and this and that. Or the money just finds a way to disappear. But for a lot of people like that, if the money just never hit your checking account in the first place, you never miss it. So it becomes a very painless way to save money for retirement because you never brought that money home in the first place. So you're almost tricking yourself into saving. And again, you have to know your personality. But if you know that's you, then maybe that's a reason to put more into the 401k. All right, so there's plenty of good reasons why you would go ahead and max out your 401k. So there's probably more people going, well, why would we not max out our 401k, right? What are the reasons why we wouldn't want to do this? Well, so for some people, um, they flat need the money. And I've, I've seen people where they're saving really aggressively for retirement, but they're living like paupers in their <laughs> daily life because they just haven't left themselves enough take-home pay. And so they're going to be in a position where they're multimillionaires in retirement, but they're going to have all this money that they can't possibly spend because they saved so much. And in the meantime, they're absolutely miserable in their 40s and 50s. Like I think of one couple where the first time they ever came in to visit with me, she was complaining about how they just never have any money. She was wanting to do a couple of basic things around the house, wanted to take this trip. And none of it was outlandish. It was all very reasonable things that she wanted to do. And he just wouldn't let her do any of it because he felt like they were poor. They just didn't have any cash in the bank. And I'm looking at his income and I'm saying, how is this possible? Well, it's because he had two different retirement plans at work and he was maxing both of them out because like as a highly compensated employee, sometimes you can have additional ways to save money. So he was putting almost $50,000 a year into retirement. And so those numbers were growing really quickly, but here they were at 52 and she was ready to leave him because she didn't have any money to run the household with. So sometimes you can take this to an extreme. Uh, so that might be one reason. Another reason is just limited investment options. Um, some 401k plans have dozens and dozens of mutual funds to choose from. And some of them have like six. So if you're in a plan that maybe has fewer choices, well, that might be fine if you're just looking for basic growth out of your investments. But as you're getting closer to retirement, sometimes you want a little more nuance 
out of those investments than what the 401k might provide. So if you have a pretty limited menu, maybe you're better off to only put enough into the 401k to get the company match, bring the rest home and let's go invest it somewhere else where you have more, more options. Uh, some plans, some 401k plans have a Roth 401k option. A lot do not. So if you want to save money that's going to be tax-free in the future, you need to do it in a Roth. If you don't have that option in your 401k, maybe you would rather save that in a Roth. Who might be somebody that would do that? Well, let's suppose that you make $80,000 a year now, and you figure when you retire, you'll probably want to have income of about $80,000. Well, in that case, deferring the taxes doesn't do us a lot of good. Like I was saying before, some people are going to be in the same tax bracket when they retire that they are now. If that's you, you'd probably be better off to save that money in a Roth, pay the taxes now, and get it out, as well as all the growth, tax-free in the future. So if your 401k does not offer you a Roth option, well, then you would want to save that into a Roth IRA of your own. Another reason to not go all in on the 401k if you don't have that option. Final thing would be liquidity issues. Like I was saying with the, the fellow who was putting almost 50000 a year into the plan, um, you know, some people want to save that money, uh, but maybe the 401k isn't the best option if, say, you need money for down payment on a house in a few years. Well, we don't want that money locked up in a retirement account. We want that money in a non-retirement brokerage account where you have access to it. It's fully liquid. You can sell at any time and get that money for whatever short-term needs that you have. So, it's always about finding the right balance between retirement savings versus other savings, and then also just living life all along the way. All right. So trying to decide whether or not to max out your 401k, obviously reasons for it, get the match, number one, the tax deferred growth, automated savings, and then reasons why you wouldn't, according to John, right, is the liquidity, if you want to have some of that limited investment options, and of course, the lack of a Roth, which is a great tool. So once you've kind of determined how much you're going to put in your 401k, John. And now it's time to look elsewhere outside of that, whether you're maxing it out or you're just putting a little bit in and then turning elsewhere. What are some other options? What other investments do you typically look at with people to put that money? Okay. So it's going to depend on why we didn't max out the 401k or why, or what we need the money to do, I guess I should say even after we have maxed out the 401k. So if the choice for not maxing out the 401k was, well, we don't have many investment options in the 401k. We still maybe want to defer those taxes, but we just want to have more flexibility and control over the investments. Okay, well, now we're putting that money into a traditional IRA. It's going to give you the same tax deduction that the 401k contribution would, but now you can invest in whatever you want as opposed to the 11 mutual funds that they have on the menu at your job. So if that was the reason for not going all in on the 401k, that's our solution. If it's because we don't have the Roth option and we want to save some money tax-free, okay, we're going to go Roth IRA with that money since we don't have a Roth 401k option. Again, some plans have the Roth 401k, which is great, but a lot of them do not. When we were setting up our 401k here at the office bin, they said, now, do you want to have a, a Roth option or no? Why would I not want to give people the Roth option in the 401k? I don't know why all plans don't have it, but a lot of them do not. If it's a matter of liquidity issues and we say, well, uh, we actually want some of that money for, you know, pick a thing. We're going to buy land in five years. Um, well, then we don't want that in the 401k. We also don't want it in, our, in an IRA, whether traditional or Roth. We want that in an after-tax 
investment account of some sign and, and probably low risk because our timeline is not very long on that money. We're going to want it fairly soon. And a lot of people feel like maybe three to five years is a long time. In terms of an investment timeline, it's not very long. So we don't want that to be a very high risk account. So it's, it's two things we have to figure out. What's the type of account that we want to put it into in terms of taxability of that account? And then within that account, what investments do we want to have? And that's going to be dictated by what the money is for. So there's not one clear-cut answer, right, for, for any person. It depends like on what your needs are. Right. Yeah. What your goals are, what you're trying to do with that money, what you want it to accomplish. There's tools that could work for you. So if you want to sort through those, figure out what that might be for you, where your money is being invested, whether you should max out your 401k or not. Obviously, this hopefully will give you a little bit of guidance on that, but you want to sit down and get a true answer for your situation. You can always get in touch with John at Rosewood Wealth Management. Just go to meetwithjohn.com. Very simple, meetwithjohn.com. You'll be able to find a time on this calendar and set that, uh, that first meeting up. And John, for anyone that does that here in 2024 and beyond, what does that first meeting look like? Honestly, it kind of depends on the person. Generally speaking, we're going to get to know each other. We're going to talk through what you have going on, answer whatever basic questions you have. Like some people just come in with the idea that, well, I need to get answers to these three questions. Well, and in trying to get the answers to those questions, uh, there's (laughs) 17,000 other questions I need to ask you because there are so many variables involved. Uh, some people are coming in with a, an inventory. Here's all of my accounts and here's what I want to do. Like they have their goals really laid out. They, they know where everything is. And for those folks, it's just a matter of we can dive right into the planning in a lot of cases because you already know where you want to go and you already know what your tools are. We just have to figure out how to invest properly. And for other people, it's more just like, let's get together and talk because I can't even imagine telling somebody how much I have in any of my accounts until I know them. So wherever you fall on that spectrum is fine, uh, but we can get together and do whatever you need to do to get comfortable with figuring out what's next for you. Very good. Find everything online. Learn more at rosewoodwealthmanagement.com and go to meetwithjohn.com as well. If you're listening on podcasts, please follow us wherever you listen. And if you're not, make sure you check us out on YouTube as well. We got a lot of content coming and uh, we got a lot more educational stuff there. So hopefully you'll check that out and subscribe to that channel as well. And if you're watching us here, hit like on the video for us as well. So John, thanks for your time as always. And a uh, great conversation on the 401 Canada. This will be a lot of, this will be a priority for a lot of people in, in 2024 to try to max out their contributions, at least do a better job at saving and investing. So hopefully this is kind of give them a good starting point. As with anything, a lot of nuance. So make sure that you're not just blindly making a decision and assuming that's the right thing for you. Carolina Wealth Stewards doing business as Rosewood Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor in the state of North Carolina. The material presented is intended to be general information and should not be construed by any consumer as the rendering of personalized investment advice.